the apocalypse comes, beat me. In every generation. Podcast is born. And we are your Slice Slams. I'm Chase. And I'm Beza. And this part is where we tell you the thing you already know. Which is, I've never seen Buffy. This is Beza's millionth time watching Buffy. We get it. You like Buffy. Okay, we get it. We get it. Shut up. Shut up. We get it. Shut up. And you're here to join us and listen to this journey we are on with Buffy rewatch and first time watch. Can't wait. Can't wait. Today we're talking about episode. Oh, I don't know the number. Uh, season three, episode The Wish. It's such a good episode. It's a great really episode. We watched it. it on Halloween or the day, day before. before Halloween. Yeah, it's actually a kind of Halloweeny. Weenie but weenie. We were talking about that. We like loved the fact that we were watching that it's around vibes. Halloween time. A lot of lots of leaves on the ground. Lots of leaves. There's like a wishy witch involved. There's some scary costumes. Yeah. It's a good time. It is a good time. And Chase insisted that we do a tarot card this but time. But you also said you were open to it. Me? I don't think I have a choice. But yeah. I literally gave you a choice. <laughs> I'm getting back into the tarot. I'm getting back into the tarot because I'm spiritual again. I found a reason to live. Yes. Hello, 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 hello. B E. Wait. Sorry, you guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> that really got me good, girl. That really got me good. And no one will know why because yeah. it's too long to explain. It makes no difference in anyone's oh, life. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> For bearing witness. Thank you. I can't wait to watch that back. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so fucking good. funny. That is really good. Okay, what's the card you pulled? Um, I pulled... I repulled. Do you need a light? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mima needs a light. Mima needs a light. Um, we are an ace of chali- challenges. I hope ace of chalices. Here we are. Hope I didn't move the camera from laughing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we got a reverse. Okay. It was upside down. With vulnerability always comes the chance of getting hurt. It mm. goes with being human. Oh, boy. <laughs> the reverse of ch- chalice suggests they forgot to put a space oh my God, there. Come typo. on, editor. Whoa. Ugh, so hard to it find a like good editor these says, days. <laughs> it looks like chalice augus. <laughs> I know. I was so confused. Chalice augus. Um, it suggests that you may be closing yourself off from feelings because of the potential for heartbreak. Move at your own pace, but don't let fear dictate your next move. You may regret it. Okay, sure. I'll just be vulnerable. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tarot. Tarot. Chalice suggests. Thanks, Chalice Hello, hello. Um, yeah, that's like I will say that was that was a, a nice you know reminder, but also don't close yourself off from love. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello. I will say it is kind of if we really want to take it there, it is kind of related to the idea of getting older and getting hardened, remaining soft, remaining open, remaining vulnerable, remaining. Uh, Remaining in a place of possibility of the unexplored and unexplainable. Agree. Damn. I agree. Oh. <laughs> 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 what was that? I'm scared. Okay. You guys, we believe in ghosts again. We already talked about that. <laughs> right? No, yeah, but what last we did time. last yes, last episode for it's our It's hard to tell listeners. because we're still the same people that we were the last episode because <laughs> we just record we have these no back critical to back. distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just record these back to back. Next time we record, we're not gonna be leaving ghosts again. We're Wait, you guys, we've like actually different. recorded every episode in one sitting so far. We just yeah. change our clothes every two episodes. Right. And don't sleep. No sleep. Another no. pod. Another pod. Another pod. Bathroom break. Another pod. <laughs> Water. Water. Oh, my God. <sighs> Felt good, though. Felt good to laugh. Felt good to... Mm. 
Mm. <laughs> Today, we are talking about <clears throat> the wish. The wish, Harry. Oh. Air date was December 8th, 1988. Getting, Getting awfully closer. close to January 6th. <laughs> Getting closer. <laughs> this is the January 6th tracker segment <laughs> of our podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. Um, written by Marty Noxon, Queen of Buffy lore light love directed by david semmel and what did, what did you think about this episode jay this episode really got me in the way that buffy tends to get me which i don't know when i'll like understand that that's how the show works where it's like i think it's like a funny he he ha ha scooby-doo mystery type yeah. of a thing and then it gets like dark right and I like always forget that about the show. Like, like it's, it's so it weird. It creeps up on you. It does. It really does. And I wonder, is that like part, would you say that's like anthemic to the show as a yes. Buffy fan? Like, is that something that people know about the show? Yeah. That's something that like I literally like did not know about the show and I'm still getting used to because it's very I mean, unique to this, this such series. I think it's something that people who know like, I, I mean, people who've watched the show obviously know that, but I don't know if it's common for people who've not watched the show and just right. kind of heard the stupid name Buffy the Vampire Slayer and are like, right. oh, like the movie that came out, you mm-hmm. know, in the early 90s. And I think that's probably where they kind of stop because they don't understand that there's actually... Um, a lot that goes into the show that is yeah. not just goose and gags. Yeah, it's like there's like there's like a really compelling dynamic to it structurally. And I think, yeah, like I always thought it was like just sort of like a dark gothic like drama. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, but also it's it's it, there's a uniqueness to it that is unmatched. It's unmatched and series. it continues to grow as our characters grow, which is really unique. Yeah. So like that kind of mm-hmm. how life gets harder when you get older is like followed in the show which is yeah. really special um i try not to kill my <laughs> i literally got emotional i love that <laughs> i mean i'm excited it's just it it uh, it's <laughs> it really is like it, it just it, it grows the way that yeah we do listen never mind i'm not gonna ruin the moment grower no. no. Buffy, Willow, and Xander are in the park where they are attacked by a demon. In the park after dark. After they slay it. Slay. After they slay. I said slay. <laughs> and I fucking say ye. <laughs> React, gay person. React, gay. <laughs> They discuss the fallout of Xander and Willow's kiss. Xander says he's left many voicemails on Cordelia's phone, but she has yet to return his calls. Willow admits that she feels terrible about what happened and that the idea of Oz not speaking to her ever again upsets her even more. Xander asks Buffy, who's also feeling low after severing ties with Angel, how she's coping. She responds that she finds comfort in her friends. Love. In her shitty-ass cheating little friends. <laughs> <laughs> little yeah, cheating you are who you friends. hang out with, Buffy. You better be careful there. Cordy is in her bedroom with the wound from her impaling still fresh. She goes through pictures of Xander cutting up and burning them as she listens to his countless messages. Literally, like kind of creepy, kind of kind of witchy, kind of witchy, giving witch. kind of witchy. It's, it's giving, giving dark witchy. magic. I will, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I it's it's a nice balance of good for her, but also mm, don't set the hospital on fire. You know what I mean? Well, it's her house. I actually, mean, or the house, which is even worse. Yeah. Well. We don't talk about fire on the show. Right. That's sorry, one sorry, thing sorry, I do sorry, remember. Sorry. We don't do that. Sorry. But yes. Anyway. We don't talk about fire and we don't talk about love. And <laughs> we d- listen. Listen. At school the next morning, Willow hangs around uh, Oz's locker hoping to catch him. She tells Buffy that Amy saw Cordelia at the mall looking scary. Outside school, <laughs> Cordelia Damn. Cordelia pulls up in her car, dressed to impress and trying to appear as confident okay. as possible. This is one of my favorite Buffy outfits that I've seen in recent it's memory. Cunty. Like literally, like there are certain uh outfits that I remember. One of them is Cordelia Chase's Oh, it's not um what's the designer? Tommy Hill Tommy Hilfiger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That like little sweater thing she wears. I need to find that for I'm sure myself. You can. I'm sure I can. I just need to like do the work to do it. Do the work. Do the work. Um and no, but this this like this fucking like brown 
leather jacket she with the so brown slip brown. and like the like the auburn like dark brown like lip vibe. Yeah, it's good. Oh my god! Oh my She's god! She's dressed in prosperity. She real. really is. I mean, it's so memorable. This outfit to me, I remember it for years to come. Years to come. Like next time I'm thrifting, I'm gonna look for a brown leather jacket and a brown slip for love this. a brown leather jacket. Ugh. She strides through school until she runs into Harmony and her clique, who you realized is the like, little girl from Adam's family. Yes, <laughs> because I was just watching Adam's <laughs> family. It was on at a bar though. or something. You probably did, but I completely forgot it. And then yeah. I saw her face and I was like, I know that, I know that face anywhere. Face. Yeah, I know. Um, Damn, I mean, she's a type. Yeah, but she's good at what she does. She is good at we what love she does. Harmony but here. sometimes it's a little scary. When you're scary. If your cast is the same thing all the time, I'm going to start asking why. Especially, yeah. Okay. Cordelia is surprised when Harmony seemingly welcomes her back into the group with open arms. She's then introduced to Anya, a new girl at school. Harmony tells Cordelia that she needs to get back into the dating game and tells her about a stallion who turns out to be nerdy little jonathan on the stairs sipping his little drink the group his little capri sun high c <laughs> poor guy the group laughs and walks away from cordelia with anya close behind as oz gets books from his locker willow runs up and starts apologizing for everything oz tells her she's already said it all i love this part oh it's good and willow asks if, asks if there's anything she can do oz tells her to leave him alone as he needs time to figure out where their relationship stands and it's not his problem that she's feeling guilty nor is it his responsibility to make her feel better and he walks away i just like oh the, i'm telling you i love i love it because even like first of all for a teenage boy to have that kind of emotional maturity is where mama no doesn't exist doesn't exist honestly for anyone to have it even as an adult of course doesn't exist for sure oh it's so attractive it's super attractive and just like even like without like oz is not giving willow what she wants but is still helping her in a way yes like and respecting his own boundary too it's at like, the same time i'm like but where how do you spend so many plates i know how it's me or them <laughs> he's so hot when he he's spins so the plate He's high vibrational. He's high vibrational. Hi. Be more Oz. I know. Be more Oz. We need bumper stickers that say Literally that. Literally. Be more Oz. Nine letters. Infinite meaning. Infinite meaning. Cordelia <laughs> spots Xander walking towards her and asks a random jock to come near her. She actually asks if she mm. has anything in her teeth, but makes it look like, from Xander's point of view, that the two are kissing. Now, this is a this is a be like more like Cordy moment, too. Because this is, um, hey, is it a little eye for eye for me? Yeah. But is it iconic? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's, like, so brilliant because, like, she's not, like, really doing anything. She's, like, not doing anything wrong. She's kind of, like, fucking with this she's guy's head. And she has every right to be that way. I think she's trying to also kind of fall back into who she was before. Oh, in she's this regressing for sure. She's for regressing comfort. and, like, I think it's because, like, you know, she tried to be vulnerable and let someone in who, like... the tarot and uh, she got impaled so like the lesson yeah. is actually don't be vulnerable the lesson is <laughs> <laughs> never be vulnerable yeah, i'll tell you again. what it suggests not to be vulnerable Same. i mean it is kind of crazy that she literally got like almost died because she I'm let Xander. a man into her life <laughs> not just any man Xander. what's his last name i need harris. to start saying this fucking guy's last name harris. xander harris fuck that guy yeah i cannot stand that character oh my god i think you know what Xander is like getting like to principal the principal's level of how much I dislike this character. Right, right. So that's that's my thing. So that's that. As Xander walks away, the jock tells Cordy that he can't risk being caught speaking to oh. Xander Harris's cast off. But if she'd like to find a dark corner so they could make out, Awful. he's okay with that. I hate men he tells her to think about it and quickly leaves cordy then runs into anya who admits that she doesn't like harmony dismissing her tendency to say whatever she thinks is cool at the moment the two quickly befriend each other united in their general disdain for men period <laughs> you and me <laughs> literally you're the i love that anya. <laughs> i love that okay i have to the confession to make when we were watching this episode you mentioned 
like when Anya was on screen, you're like, you're like, ah, oh, an an icon has entered the chat. Oh, like no, you're like I'm very scared, excited scared, to see I'm Anya. Scared. So I was like in no. my head, I was like thinking like, who is this character mm-hmm. gonna be? Because like you were really excited to see her. And then when they started like kind of like giggling with each other, like little girlies over the hatred of men, I was like, I you can't believe they were I- gonna be gay. I thought she was going to have her Samantha Sex in the City lesbian era. Oh. I thought that's what was going to happen, but I didn't say it because I didn't want to say die. it and sound stupid when we were watching it. But like now that we're in hindsight, I can tell you that's what I like. I like was like, wait, are, is Cordy really going to be bisexual? I would actually pass away. Because Cordy is definitely bisexual yeah. for sure. So totally. yeah. Anyway, that was my confession. Uh, I've got another confession to make. I'm giving a moment of silence. And you know what? So what we should. Yeah, we really should. I really oh, thought. Man. I thought she was gonna Wait, be like. That's I thought she was gonna. Though. That's oh, a good, maybe. And it, like it's a fanfic where like it that is like what actually happens in the moment. I think that's perfect because like, if any if anything's gonna teach you to not date men anymore, falling on a fucking spike for one who's cheating on you and he's not even cute. Period. Well, I don't know about that, but. I see heater. What? I was like, I smelt something, but I think oh. it's the heater. You know, he it's does not the like F word. Smell. Fire. Not the oh, other one. Not the other one. <laughs> not the other one. Um, at the bronze. What? Scary. Oh, at the bronze that evening, Cordy and Anya hang out with a group of people. Xander sitting with Willow and Buffy pretends to laugh and begs his two friends to help. I, I know it's a TV show. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about how pathetic he was looking. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was like pain. Loved it. Loved it. I love watching that man squirm. I love watching him squirm. (laughs) Buffy tells Xander that although she still supports him, she won't take sides against Cordelia, and Willow says she agrees with Buffy and that Cordelia's in the right since she was the one um, of the aggrieved people. She also literally... Almost died. Almost died, but okay. Because... Of y'all. Of y'all. Like, she wouldn't have turned around and gone up the stairs if she didn't see you see guys you cheating. Kissing. Uh, so, is it their fault that they were cheating, or is it their fault they got caught? I mean, I'm joking, 100% joking, but in that moment, it's both. It's just, I, like, <laughs> you're not allowed to have feelings about this. I'm sorry. Xander, like, is not allowed oh, to, no, like. Oh, no, I know, I it's know, crazy. I it's know. just, like, oh, my, it's just. A complete 180 as well. It's it like, is, yeah, all of us, and it's, oh. Oh, I hate his man brain. It's the I worst. It. it really, it, it, I think man brain is the best way to, it's the only way it's to crazy. kind of understand him. It's just like always wanting what he can't have, and it's really, Gross. I can't stand oh, that. Oh, never forget when he said, I love you, Willow, to her on I the can't. fucking hospital bed. I can't. I should have known he was trouble when he walked in. I knew. I knew. Um, Xander declares that he's sick of feeling guilty and is ready to pick himself up. Buffy and Willow agree, but their enthusiasm quickly fades. Buffy says it didn't work and asks if they want chocolate. While she's gone, Xander starts ranting about Cordelia. Yes. Okay. Yep. No. Okay. He (laughs) grabs Willow's hand and she tells him to stop it. Stop it. Quit it. He apologizes, but then asks why he's apologizing, saying they've always been friends. Uh, Willow explains that she wants to work things out with Oz so they can no longer be that way anymore. Period. Period. While at the bar grabbing drinks, Buffy sees Cordy moving toward the door. This is when she goes outside. The vamps come around and Buffy's trying to like apologize. Yeah. And um, suddenly a vampire attacks Buffy. In the scuffle, Cordy's pushed into the pile of garbage. Um, and I have a fun fact. Ooh. This is the second time Cordelia is caught outside the bronze in garbage. The first time <laughs> being in some assembly required from season, season. two. Oh, I didn't say season one. So Cordy bronze garbage. I think she was traumatized. <laughs> from oh her last yeah, it was probably yeah, and she's probably triggered too, being in the trash trigger. again. Yeah. Uh, also, when Harmony and her friends come see her um, in the in, in oh, the trash. Oh, dude! I mean, it's L garbage. after L, L after with, L for Cordy. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just remembered how this episode ends. I love it so much. Okay, I remember like the very last scene of her back at okay. school. Yes, it's iconic. It's iconic. Uh, the next morning, Cordy... This is when we really start getting to the meat of the Oof. app. 
Yeah, this is when it starts doing that Buffy thing where it's just like, hey, remember when we were all having fun? It's kind of like crazy. It's about to get. It's about to get dork. Yeah. Cordy tells Anya about the bronze incident and we find out that Anya is basically a vengeance demon and is seeking uh, vengeance but against for men. women exclusively. That who, women who have been wronged by men uh, is her specialty. We need more of them. When we needed her most, she was there. <laughs> yeah. And Anya gives Cordy her necklace, which she calls a good luck charm. And uh, Buffy's, uh, uh, sorry, Cordy says, I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. And Anya turns around in her vengeance face. She's like, scary. Done. Scary. <laughs> and she looks all cunty. Scary, though. Yeah, very scary. scary. When uh, bright light clears, Anya's gone, and so are the majority of the students. Cordy is injury free and realizes that Anya is a good fairy that granted her the wish. In the hallway. And she's like, Siam. Yeah, she's like, okay, queen, thank you. <laughs> I know, I love that. It's like she so casual. She immediately is like, oh, it worked. Hell yeah. <laughs> she's like, hell yeah, brother. This she, is gonna be awesome. I love it so much because it's like our disassociative queen. She's like, yeah. she's like, Buffy, I hardly know her. She's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. She's like, and like, so like, it's like, you know, she probably gets sad it's about very... it at some point, but she's like, I'm just going to live for this moment. Yes. Cordy bumps into Harmony and her friends who are all of her friends again and they gossip Looking about drab, other students. dull and dreary well, in their gray in the gray blacks whites browns and why is that well because bright colors come attract the me. vamps yeah the come, come bite me. me fit come bite me fit which is what cordy's wearing oh, and by the way neither of us are dressed in come bite me fits today i'm, I'm never dressed in a come bite me fit let's be real I'll go raid your closet. I'll find something. <laughs> you will not. And the, so Cordy's popular again. The guy who was at the beginning who was like, oh, I'm going to a dark corner and I'll check so, your titties. So gross. So like, gross. So, like, girl, gross. no. He comes up and he's like, well, you go to the, the brunch with me. And he's like, brunch. I know a lot of people are rolling out you, but the I kind of need to know. Uh, she says she'll get back to him. Period. But they're doing brunch because not dances. And then, like, also, like, when, when she first got her amulet and she was, like, transported, mm-hmm. there was, like, trash all over the school. And it was, like, kind of gray outside. And it's so funny because I, I well, thought to Buffy myself. recycles. She. <laughs> <laughs> when she's, she picks <laughs> up trash when she's free. Sorry. Literally. <laughs> that's going to be us, November 1, 2014. If you buy 2014. So you want to go back in time? 2024. Ooh. If you buy me the, if you buy me, me being the, off by a decade, like <laughs> com, like perfectly, holy shit! If you buy me the stick, I'm poker. literally gonna buy you a Mr. Pointy, and we're gonna go pick up the Halloween candy trash. That sounds fun if trash. I have the stick, but I'm not bending over. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna get us grabbers. Okay. You prefer a stick? Yeah. But what if it doesn't stick? It'll, it'll, it's pointy. Okay. Just don't complain to me; it doesn't work. <laughs> Just get it. I'm gonna yeah. get the grabber. It's like the long arm things. Okay. That oh, I used to love those as a kid. So fun. What were we talking about? Oh, the school well, was dirty, and I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, wait, why? I literally thought to myself when we were watching. I said, Why is it dirty? I said, Why is the school dirty? Just because Buffy's not there. Um, but then I realized it's because they barely spend any time there because they like literally just like people are there and they the go home and they lock the doors. No, it makes sense. No, like yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. I'm just saying in the it moment. It is an interesting choice as like a set. It was a good choice. I loved it. Yeah, I no, just said the no. set looks great. Like everything looks, everything was paid attention to detail very yeah. well. Yeah, because like the fact that as a first time viewer, I caught that it was dirty. Yeah, yeah. that's power to the that's power to power the to the props, Belma. Power to the props, people. In class, which is populated by less than half of the normal amount of students, another wonderful attention to detail. Indeed, uh, the teacher reminds them that there will be no class the next day due to the monthly memorial, and he bolts for the door. Cordy asks Harmony, who is also r- rushing out, what the hurry is, and is also like, "We should go to the bronze." And Harmony's like, "Are you? Did you dumb? hit your head? Yeah. Are, did you hit your fucking head?" Um. Cordy claims that she's having trouble remembering things and asks if Xander and Willow are miserable. Harmony confirms, telling Cordy that they're both dead. Yeah? I can't remember. Is she emotionally hit by this or not really? She's just kind of like... She's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, she's like, oh. Queen. Okay. She's like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But also... It's like... 
Heading to the parking lot, Cordy finds it empty. She asks the janitor what's going on, and he explains that students aren't allowed to drive, suggesting that she get home before sunset. Walking through the main street, she finds all the businesses are closed and the place is almost deserted. She suddenly ran runs into Xander and Willow dressed in dark uh. leather sexy clothes. Cordy is relieved to see them and admits that Sunnydale was much better with Buffy around. Willow, wrapping her arms around Xander, says that she's bored and ready to feed. They kiss, much to Cordy's dismay, but she gets even more of a shock when she realizes that they're vampires. Kind of good closure for her, though. I mean, just to, like, see it. It's because it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you know, when you become not friends with someone again, and then you're, like, ugh, I can't believe I'm going to bump into them at some point in my time living in the same city as them. Mm -hmm. But then you do, and then it's, like, okay, at least that's done. And it happened. Yeah. It's kind of like the, she saw them kissing and was like, Ugh, I have to see them again, but t- together again. Do you know what I mean? But then they kiss again in front of her in this like alternate reality. Right. And then like, I don't know. I'm just saying exposure therapy is good. It is good. In this context. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And this is when Z- uh, Xander knocks her out. But before he can feed on her, Giles, Oz, and Larry, the gay. I gay, have theories. Okay. Turn up. Armed with crosses and weapons, they keep the two vamps at bay as they gather Cordy and leave in Oz's van. Uh, in the library, the three, along with another member named Nancy, I guess, Nancy Nancy, notices Cordelia's bright clothing, something known to attract vamps. Giles then sends them out to watch the perimeter. So we said during the episode that Oz, Oz and Larry are gay. And this is canon. <laughs> this is canon in our brains. Like, like <laughs> if Buffy never came to Sunnydale, Oz would have gone game gone with game. Larry. Well, I guess he's, you know, he's built by. Right. He built by. Built oh, he's by. built by for sure. For I did sure. black nails for Oz. Instead of staying straight. <laughs> yeah. But then he's like, yeah. Then he was like, he's like, you know what? Larry's the one. Larry's the one for me. And they're like saving the little world together. And they're just like a happy gay couple with like, they're like also by dad. Giles. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's just like a fun, like a little like gay found family. Yeah. Helping people. I love it. Finding the light in the darkest of times type of a thing. Love it. Xander and Willow head to the bronze, a vampire hangout with caged humans. That's what our bronze is going to look like. Uh, In the back area. That's the mean greet. That's the mean greet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. The two speak with their ruler, the master. Where you gagged? I was gooped, gagged. Your fave is back. I I was so... And you know what? I hope we bring him back again. I love him so much. He just is giving Jeffree Star. He's giving... He's giving the master in what we do in the shadows, all the things. And he's so fab. And like you said, he's like his like Gatorade stained lips. That it's red. So gross. It's so good, dude. He's so good. And he's just so he's petty. Great. Oh, I love him. Xander. So they're feeding on some girly girl. And Xander then mentions that Cordelia says uh, the word the slayer. The term. The oh, slayer. my God. And yes. The master tells him it's especially important to keep slayers out uh, with the opening of the plant less than a day away and orders the two to kill Cordelia or else since she spoke of summoning a slayer. It's just so cool because it's like, I just love, this is like, I just, this is, I think my favorite part of the story. Cause I love the idea that like all the vans are like, they're fucking chilling, bro. <laughs> they are chilling. They got it good. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden this like random woman, like wearing, not ra- like a random student to them is like wearing bright colors and like they're like where the fuck did and she like come she from? just keeps like talking about like a slayer yeah and they're like okay that like can't be a good thing I just loved that as a plot point I, I thought it was too. super fun it is fun back in the library Cordy wakes up telling Giles it was all because she made a stupid wish but Giles assumes she's just hysterical because he doesn't believe and women. you know what that's an L for feminist Giles mm-hmm. I but- agree. Cordelia then asks him why he's in Sunnydale when Buffy isn't, given that he was her watcher. Giles is confused because he's never revealed his watcher status to anyone. A noise outside catches his attention, and he enters the cage to grab weapons as he asks Cordy to start over. Um, This is when Xander and Willow attack and drink Cordy's blood simultaneously. Two questions. Okay. 
One about Watchers and Slayers relationships. Our Watchers, they're they're like they're designated to different outposts around the world, and the Slayer, and this and if a Slayer arrives within their jurisdiction, then they bring in the Slayer. Correct? Because why would like it's they're not assigned at birth and they're not assigned to each other, right? Like. Does what I'm saying make sense? The question yes. I'm asking, because like, how would he not? If he was, if he he knew he was a watcher, and he was like, "How would you know I was a watcher?" Then why wouldn't he be like, "Who do you think is he not? He's not looking for who his slayer is, because there's no slayer in town." So that would suggest that. Do you know? Do you get the lore question I'm asking? I do, and there is much more watcher slayer lore. Okay, so that like, it, it makes sense to you in a way that does not make sense like right a, now. Yeah, there's like a whole Watchers Council and like okay. I don't know if it will answer your specific question, but it's like there's more lore that comes. Okay, yeah, and like maybe because he was like a dormant watcher, then he had no slayer because he was dormant for that time. Right. But like you can still be part of a council of the Watcher Council when you're not watching over a slayer. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then if we think about Buffy and her. We're and assume, Faith too. Right. But if you think about Buffy. And like the how movie, Kendra had a Slayer too. Or right. had a Watcher, I mean. No, I know. But so Buffy in the movie, her Slayer died. Right. Sad. Watcher. That Watcher. Her yes. Watcher died. Then she moves to Sunnydale and gets a new Watcher. Right. It is because she moved to Sunnydale that he officially adopted a slayer because there was one officially now living within his jurisdiction of Sunnydale. Right. I think I understand what you're asking. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to write this down on my phone and we will come back to it on the last episode. Of if the anyone season. is understanding better than me, write in the comments. Cause maybe I'm not understanding. I'm just, I, I guess like why, why, why didn't Giles, why Giles have Giles? a, no, why didn't Giles have a slayer? Because Buffy never moved to Sunnydale. Right. But wouldn't have... Oh. Wouldn't there have been another Slayer? Or wouldn't I he see. have been like, I'm going to go find well, Buffy's still the slayer. slayer. She's just not in Sunnydale. So she's still the active Slayer. Because there's only one active Slayer At around the world before the whole thing. Yes. But around the world. Correct. At a time. There's only one active Slayer. That's a lot. Unless of... the Slayer dies and like what happened... In, uh, yes. But because she never moved to Sunnydale, <laughs> she never got um, the master went through with his plan and uh, Kendra never came. And because Kendra never came or died. OK, but then OK, Faith never came. But then crazy shit would be happening all around the world. Exactly. That's why Buffy's hardened when we see her. She looks busy. I mean, God, because like we would be like, let's say the Slayer lived in Chicago and let's say some crazy fucking no, you're your Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I insist. You're the you're the Buffy. We'll be faith. faith. Yeah, cute. I love that. Um, no, so say like okay, and then I'll let it go. I know we got to move on, but I kind of <laughs> think it's interesting. No, it is interesting. But let me know. stop. Maybe it's not. Slayer lives in Chicago, mm -hmm. and like, let's say some crazy shit starts happening in San Francisco, in Australia, or San okay. Francisco, like. The Slayer is not going to fly out for that. Well, that's what Buffy does in this episode. She's not in Sunnydale, but she comes to Sunnydale I guess when she's totally. Called. And you know what? I love you. Thank you for talking this through with me. <laughs> that makes sense. And but that's why maybe Watchers are stationed all around because they're like they're, they're calling the, the hotline. The, they're calling the Slayer hotline. Okay, love this. But because Sunnydale is on a hell mouth, that's why Buffy kind of stays and. Uh, monitors the Hellmouth. Yeah, that's why she's based there because there's a Hellmouth. Right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. And then my last question, comment. I just don't know what more I could say. Right, but that's a good enough understanding for now. Okay. And then uh, the last thing I was going to say was I think I was assuming that Cordy was going back. Like, I guess I was assuming that like this like world that Cordy wished has been going on for a really long time, mm -hmm. but it probably hasn't been going on that long necessarily. So know. it's not this, it's not like the Slayer is like that late. Cause my question was like, why would Buffy show up like three years into the vampires running this town? But that's like not what happened necessarily. 
Like we could be early on in the Buffy timeline. Maybe. We could be in season one, if that makes sense. Right. And the master wise. just did the yes. ritual. Or yeah, or like we're a week into it. So she's not maybe. like late. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll never know. I hope that was interesting for all of us. No, it makes, uh, I'm understanding now what you're asking yeah. and what you're saying. It makes but sense. Now I, yeah. I don't now, know where I just know, I know where to, I know where to hold it now. Right. The lore. The lore, in the lore lobe. In the lore lobe. Left lore lobe. Uh, yeah, so they bite Cordy and drink her blood together. It's kind of poetic when you think about it. It, it really is poetic. And also we said during the episode, we're going to say really quickly right now and again, reading, is that, and this is a direct hot. attack on, well, yes. Um, Xander Harris playing the baddie, boo, his tomato, 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 tomato. Willa not Rosenberg. believable. Willa Rosenberg playing, playing the, the villain. She can sell it. Talented. Never before seen. Not afraid to reference or not reference. Put it in a blender. Shit on it. Piss on it. All of it. All of it. I mean, she was so good. Like, yeah. she had the range. She's Xander so doesn't good. have the range. She had the Xander's range. Xander's just always villain in my eyes, but... Yeah. That's but she had the range. I was impressed. I thought I was at a cringe with Willow as, Allison like, Hannigan, a baddie. Allison Dancing with the Stars. She really... <laughs> you know you're going to eat those words when you watch her performance? Heck yeah. I'll watch it. <laughs> they depart and leave Cordelia's corpse on the ground. Finally kicking his way out of the cage, Giles meets up with a battered Oz and Larry who were just fucking... In the, I mean, we're just telling uh, <laughs> him that Willow and Xander surprised them. Nancy is dead. Sorry, girl. This he said. Period. They should have had someone like Amy be that the um, Nancy yeah. character. Like someone who we like vaguely already know. Because like, yeah. this girl just came out of nowhere. I literally didn't care about her. I didn't even see her. I saw her for like a second. It'd be interesting to have Amy, just a little throwback to season one. A hundred percent. However, he notices Cordelia's necklace and removes it before they take her away to the incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, dude. It is wild that they have to have an incinerator. Oh, ew, ew, ew. Freaks me out. As the master pours himself some blood from an espresso machine with your collectivo. this morning. Xander and Willow arrive and report their success. Willow tells the master that she's been good and he allows her to play with the puppy. And do you know? I knew it. For the puppy. In his apartment, Giles makes a call to the Slayer's watcher and explains he needs to meet with her. However, he learns that the Slayer doesn't check in with her watcher often because she's so busy. So Giles leaves a message before going back to research. Does that help? Yes, of course. I mean, so we don't really know who this watcher is, but like, it doesn't really matter. Cause like Buffy's like, I do my own thing. Yeah. I go where the She's money, money goes. Well, she also has it. to probably cause the world is probably just overrun. Like Spots. we need more watchers. This is why we're so lucky season. We're so lucky she died. You know, we're so lucky. if she didn't die, where would we be folks? Watcherless. I mean, no. Slayless. 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 Slayless without a slay. Willow heads into an area where a figure is lying in a cage. Willow talks to the prisoner about how much she hates daylight, but now she's allowed to play. The man in the cage doesn't answer, so Willow enters and yanks his head back, revealing the little <gasps> puppy dog. be <laughs> angel. Angel. She opens his shirt to reveal several large open sores. Mm. Ugh, disgusting. Willow boasts that the people Angel tried to save will die that evening, but it'll be quick, which is more than she can be that can be said for Angel. Xander tosses Willow some matches and tells her that he's more than happy to watch. Willow lights a match and prepares to have fun. Uh, dark, dark, dark. And uh, coming up next, <laughs> after this commercial break, is Giles finding references to a demon named Anyanka. The patron saint of scorned women. Larry asks what she does, and Giles explains that Anyanka grants wishes. He then remembers Cordelia saying that the world was meant to be different. He sends Oz and Larry home as he prepares to look through more research materials. Driving back to his apartment, Giles spots vampires herding several people into a truck. He attacks and freezes citizens but cannot fight off the vampires. Uh, as he lies on the ground, he suddenly hears a scuffle and the vampires are slain. Looking up, he sees a battle-hardened girl who confirms that she is Buffy Summers and asks him what she's what he's doing there. 
Or tomb, I'm sorry, what tomb she's Raider doing Buffy. there. She's okay. going to raid some tombs. This outfit. And that long blonde braid. And that dark eyeliner. So oh! good. I love that she's just Faith. <laughs> like, yeah. She's, yeah. If Buffy Summers ever came to Sunnydale, she just turns into Faith. Yes. <laughs> like, it's iconic. Um, taking Buffy to his house, Giles explains that Anyanka's powers lie in her power center. And if it is destroyed, all the wishes she's ever granted will be reversed. Which, by the way, I think we could look at Anyanka as sort of a outdated feminism because she's actually fucking yeah. over all the women that she's trying to, that she's, you know, saying she's helping. Because right. wish genie, like genies and I mean, wishes. It's a very personal reason she's, well, we have more Anya lore. But... There's more Anya lore? No! <laughs> Wait, no. I love that. No, no I love that. <laughs> Well, we know at the end of the episode she's basically stuck, so. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yes, of course she's stuck. Stuck porn. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that. Yeah. So she has no way to get out. We'll have a little more Anya. Oh, baby, 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 baby. I'm just saying genies and wishes, they're always out to get you. Never make a deal, never no, make a never. wish. So that's why she should know what she was doing. She should have known better. Unless she was trapped and made to be that by a man. Mm. Buffy is uninterested and simply asks how to kill Bates Anya. Is uninterested. <laughs> but Giles <laughs> explains that it isn't necessary. Giles tells her that the master is a su- supreme vampire in the town and is planning something for that evening. The slayer immediately sets out to kill him. Giles tells her she'll need a plan, but she isn't interested and demands to know where the master lives. And this is when Buffy heads to the bronze and heads to the basement and finds angel so this is when buffy and angel meet and you said while we were watching was really interesting because you um didn't you say that what i say because when angel like went to go see buffy when she was still oh yeah um, before she was supposed to move sunnydale or whatever yeah um and he was what did he say he said what did he say? He was like, I was supposed to. He said, oh, yeah, he we... recognizes her and tells her he waited for her, but she never came. So he, he like knew... waited for her at Sunnydale. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Because yeah. that's all that lore that we had in um, Becoming. So Angel. Yeah, uh, this is the first time they're meeting and he asked to be released so he can help her. But Buffy, tired of being regarded as Sunnydale's savior, moves to free him and then realizes that he's a vamp. What did I say during the episode? That's what you said. You said he, when in Becoming, when he went oh, to Oh, I go, like put that together. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is the first time they're seeing each other. But then I'm like, oh no, it's not. Yeah. Because he smart. watched her like a creep. You're smart. Thank you. You're smart. Angel shows her his scars, explaining that if nothing else is true, he wants the master dead as well. So you're going to meet at five from home? Yeah. Okay, great. I thought you had to go somewhere. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Time check. I'm home. I'm home. The, uh, we're at the plant. Okay. Okay. So many questions. This made. I don't have answers. This is when the plot was plotting and the writers were warning because it was just. Um, I don't really get it. Let's see what um, whoever. Yeah, wrote this honestly, said. maybe they'll figure it out for me. The master gives a speech in front of an assembled throng of vampires as Willow and Xander stand at his side. In a near mm, in a nearby holding area, human prisoners, including the, the newly captured uh, couple Larry and Oz. Listen, as the master explains his plans, he's pushing aside the anarchic tradition of hunting and killing and introducing mass production. He orders one of the prisoners, a member of Harmony's gang, placed on the machine in front of him. She struggles. The vampires stun her into paralysis. Yikes. Still alive, she is moved along the conveyor as several metal arms are forced into her body, draining her blood. Okay. Where's the production? There, that's the production. There's no production. They're not producing anything. They are draining people, and well, instead of I doing it themselves, they are just automating it. What I don't understand is that they still have to catch everyone and put them in the cage. Literally, and they made the cage made of wood. Made of wood, which doesn't help later on. But how does it help? Problem not gone. Problem, Problem still, still here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is like. Am I and dumb? you know what? That's why the master got bested. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a swell idea. Dude, I 
I kind of love the idea, though, of the master being like so jaded in how easy everything is, and then that he gets so lazy that he doesn't even want to hunt anymore. That he's like, yeah, you know what? Right. Fuck it. I'll just put people on a conveyor belt and I'll just drain them. He's like, he's like, he's looking to like, you know, get less stained lips. Right. He's looking to detox the skin. I just, lip skin. I, I don't, I cannot figure out how that makes. It everything easier. Uh, no, if you guys know, let us know in the comments. Unless I miss, am I missing something? No, it literally okay. makes no sense. Great. At his apartment, Giles is in the middle of summoning Anyanka, and his ritual is successful. And she appears upset that a man. And she's so her. scary. She's scary in her demon face. Scary looking, but she's relatable. I mean, yeah, of course. As the master finishes his speech, Buffy and Angel arrive. Uh, all hell breaks loose and Angel releases the prisoners. They all scatter, um, except for a few, including Larry and Oz, who stay to fight because they're just... They're going to die together. They've lived together they live and they're going to die they together. They live together, they dock together, <laughs> and they die together. <laughs> Giles asks... Live, fight, dock, die, baby. Giles asks Anya what Cordy wished for. And uh, Anyanka just gloats that she had no idea the wish would create such an exciting world. She advances on him, but Giles isn't afraid as Anyanka's power lies slowly in the wish. think she lives, though? Like, it didn't affect her life, so does she in live? In the astral plane. I was just about to suggest perhaps the astral plane. Anyanka grabs him by the neck and lifts him off the ground, telling him that she is the wishing. Telling him that she is the wishing. Mama, she is Honey. the wishing. As Buffy fights the numerous vampires, Xander attempts to attack from behind. Angel spots this and saves her, though he is staked in the process. Buffy. Bu- Buffy. And Buffy's like, okay. She's anyway. like, I literally don't know who Honestly, you are. Could where be was a this energy? Better before. future for Buffy. Anyanka tells Giles that the world they live in now is only the world is the only world there is, and there's no going back. In the plant, the fight continues. Buffy stakes Xander as Oz pushes Bye, Willow bitch. back on a broken <gasps> slab. Sad bitch. So sad bitch. The master moves to fight Buffy personally. I love <gasps> when they were like they're throwing all these bodies out of their way. Each of them was like, and SMG's girl. like like little like baby faces, like it's so, so serious. Funny. It's she looks so like a little cute. girl like trying to get Halloween candy. Yeah, she's literally like move, bitches. So funny, I love it. Um, Giles spots Anyanka's necklace, identical to the one Cordy was wearing, and it's glowing. He rips it off her while Buffy is fighting the master, but she is overtaken and is un- and he's able to snap her neck. Uh. Yeah, which is I, what I, I I don't like it. I wish it was a it's different. It's an interesting kill. way to kill, right? Especially like especially for like this like At one least moment suck where her. literally sucker maybe like also or like decapitate her or like like it's stake pretty, her like do something else put like put your claws in her neck or something. I know it's a bad. It was anticlimactic. Very bad kill. Meanwhile. Giles grabs a blunt object from his desk and prepares to destroy the necklace. Anyanka tells Giles he has no way of knowing if the other world is truly better. Giles, knowing the other world couldn't be any worse than this one. He doesn't hesitate and smashes it. Buffy's body drops to the floor as the wish reverses. And he, oh, I love him. He's like, it has to be better than this one. It's like sad, but beautiful and like selfless, but also like, no. I love him so much. I do too. I really, I look at your Giles figure all the time and i just like that's <laughs> what i look at most when we sit here and i love it and i won't, won't. he's like it's right so in good. your perfect view he really is and he's so cute and it's so funny because i remember when you had it i was like why the fuck do they have this like character of this like he's really hot but he is hot and he's amazing he's such a good character i love his little props oh i love him everything reverses to the exact moment cordy wishes that buffy hadn't moved there though the former doesn't remember anything Anya attempts to grant the wish, but nothing happens. Cordelia, enjoying the idea of wishing for stuff, starts to wish horrible <laughs> things on her former friends and men in I general. I wish the goat, what is it, like monkey hair? What does I she know. say? Yeah, like, was it Willow? Had, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Anya follows, unsuccessful in granting any wishes, as Buffy, Willow, and Xander sit nearby, talking and laughing. It's such a cute ending, and again... 
like Cordelia Queen inspired action. Inspired. She is just like, I wish this person had this. I wish this person had this. I know. And she like the way she She's like so starts creative. to smile while she talks. Yeah. It's adorable. So I really like in this episode the switching of like all the perspectives. I think is really interesting. Like mm. we start in like Cordy's kind of POV. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like it's like completely her story has like. Because it's like starts as a Cordy centered episode, yeah, and then it just kind and then of she literally dies, into, and then she literally Crazy. dies like in the middle. Crazy. Um, and I like how it kind of switches to just like then Anya at the end is like the only one who like knows what. Yes, like, yeah. Remember. Yeah, it's like really balanced that way. And you know, maybe we'll see Anya again in the near future. I can't wait to see how those two like talk to each other now, especially with Anya like knowing things. Right. Well, next episode is a Christmas episode. Oh, that's fine. Isn't that kind Getting, of fun? Yep. We'll be talking all about amends on November 29th, just in time amends? for the holiday season. Whatever happened to a woman's? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Stupid. Literally so um, dumb. Let us know how you feel about the wish. How do you feel about the wish? I wish I could watch it again. Uh, I loved it. It was great. It's a great episode. It's a really fun, playful episode. It's like, to me, it's like a really beautiful, amazing, in-universe way to give fans a what-if story yeah. without making a what-if universe and like splintering into like a different timeline. It's love super it. fun. Yeah. Incredible. It's, it's a very creative, fun episode. I love this episode. And I love Cordy. Cordy. And I'm so glad Buffy came to Saturday. Thank Girl, God. we should all thank our lucky stars tonight as we're going to bed. Thank, thank our you, lucky Summers. Thank you, Lucky Summer, for moving to Sunnydale. Um, let us know what you think about all of this. We'd love to know on YouTube. We'd love to know in the comments on YouTube. YouTube. And I'm excited to keep going because season three is it's just gonna start. I think the wish is like a really good things are happening episode, and then it really starts to turning point almost. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, and yeah, thanks. And don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call. At 69-100-420. And <sighs> until, until next time, slay Okay, I have therapy. If the apocalypse comes, beat me.